We're finishing fifth in the SIJHL with a record of 24, 25, 3 and 4 in 56 regular season games and losing in the SIJHL semifinal postseason to the first place Dry Nice Dogs in five games. We're here for the 11th episode of the Laker Weekly Report with Wayne Strahan. How are you today, Wayne? I'm good, Jay. Thanks. Uh, this this one probably hits a little bit close to home, but uh, the Lakers lost uh, longtime coach Grant Perot approximately two weeks ago from a long battle of cancer. Can you talk a little bit about Grant as a friend and what he brought to the Laker organization? Well, um, I think what he we won't understand really what he truly brought to our uh, organization for for probably some time. Um, you know, he he was uh, a big part of our recruiting process and brought in a lot of uh, not only good hockey players but good, good character kids. And he took the time to um, get to know the kids and and research them and and obviously make sure they were a, a good fit to um, what we were looking for and and. I guess what what we would want in a Laker hockey player to be, and um, Grant had a, a great gift in in doing that, and um, obviously as a a coach and the assistant general manager was was my right hand man, and if I needed anything, uh, he was there to to help, and and obviously step up to. To be with the hockey team and and take the reins if he had to, and um, it's going to be definitely hard to uh, replace that. And we'll probably take our time and and um, find a candidate that I guess we feel or I feel um, we can trust and and maybe able to step in and. Help fill the help fill the void of uh, Grant not being here. Uh, obviously, as a friend, uh, we communicated uh, pretty much every day, and, and until the days when he was, um, I guess, uh, not able to. And um, I was still at the hospital, obviously, with him, and sitting by his side, and and hoping that uh, things would get better, but uh, obviously realizing that, um, you know, uh, he's probably in a better place now and not hurting. Uh, but the friendship uh, factor will, will definitely be missed and, and already is missed. Um, not hearing from him for all the better part of almost a week and a half now. Uh, is definitely tough, and um, but I, I do understand and and know that uh, he's not suffering now, and and um, things will things will get better as time goes on. And the thing is, is I, I met Grant, Grant two years ago when we were up there for the uh, the Dudley Hewitt, and the one thing he's probably pissed about is uh, that you guys are not in the ice, right? What's that? Sorry, Jerry, I can I totally said, hear you. I said I met Grant two years ago when I was up at the Dudley Hewitt Cup up in Fort Francis, and Grant's probably looking down really pissed at you right now that you guys still aren't on the ice, right? For sure. Um, 
<laughs> he uh, he was pulling for us, um, and uh, obviously he he knew um, the situation of the team, and and uh, he just thought if we put our minds to it, we could uh, achieve anything, and and you know that was kind of his model through the last four years that. Um, needed to battle hard and and obviously fight the cancer and and you know if, if you set your mind out to do something um you, you can achieve that goal and you know no one will ever probably know uh how um how hard it was on him um you could see at times you could um, hear it in his voice at times, but he never gave up, and and that's kind of what he wanted to see out of our team this year too. And and you know we fell short, but um, he also knew how good Dryden was, and and uh, the battle we were in uh, facing them. So I'm sure he would understand, but um, he'd definitely be disappointed as well. Yes. And now, like you say, to turn to more about, about I say, still hockey, but we could be here for a while, but would you just comment on the, the 2016-17 season as a whole? Um, well, probably a season that we definitely underachieved in. Um, a season where, as a team, we, we never really came together and and kind of we're on the same page, so to speak. Uh, you know, not to make excuses or use this as an excuse, but uh, a season that we've never kind of really had in Fort Francis before in the amount of injuries and, and whatnot that uh, left us, you know, playing many nights with, anywhere from 13 to, to 15 skaters and and um, you know not just injuries that guys were out there was uh, key injuries that put some players out for definitely a length of period of time and and definitely players that impacted our lineup and it would have been uh, obviously uh, um, guys that we relied on to to play big minutes in hockey games, and you know <clears throat> you've seen it, and we've seen it before, and with other teams in the league, and and how it impacted them, and we definitely felt it this year, and um, you know, kind of a season to learn from, I guess, and. Maybe what we do uh, um, away from the rink to to help those injuries. Um, we possibly look at bringing yoga into uh, uh, the program full time instead of just in the playoffs in the past. And um, you know we definitely uh, need to uh, look at the roster and and. I guess uh, pick the players that we feel can come back and 
represent the Laker hockey team in a in a positive manner, both on and off the ice. And um, you know, a lot of the guys uh, through our exit meetings um, expressed concern that the team never hung out enough together as a whole. And um, you know, once uh, things happened here with us uh, getting beat by Dryden and and um, with the funeral and and whatnot of uh, Grant, um, the team kind of came together. And um, but obviously it was too late in the season, and and um, so that's that's something also we'll look to address. But as a whole, uh, you know, very up and down season that uh, we just didn't really put a put things together to to go in the right direction. Now, this happens every year to every every hockey franchise, no matter like you say, going from junior to the NHL. But you, you lose six players after the season. Uh, how do you replace guys like Gill and Jared, Matt, Ryan, Maverick, and Brandon for next season? Well, it's going to be a tough task. Obviously, uh, our three top defensemen and. Um, and three top scorers. So, um, you know, we've we've been in this position before and uh, rebounded nicely, but a lot of that rebound was within our within our returning players. And you know, we we do feel we do feel we have um, some players that can. Definitely step up and, and fill the void, but um, you know to have to replace your uh, three top defensemen is is huge, and um, finding defensemen is is tough enough at the, this level with with everyone competing uh, for many of the same guys, and um, you know, and obviously to to replace your top three scorers and, and that, that amount of points um, will definitely be a tough task, but uh, we've been, I guess, working hard through throughout the year to identify some players. And, and um, you know, now that even the OHL entry-level draft has happened, um, there could be a couple guys we target from there, too, and... Uh, in the area to to help the team and and you know we'll, we got some extra time to get on it and, and we'll do our best to to recoup the the troops and, and get them back here um, early September to to get hungry to to try and uh, turn things around here. And like like we were talking about, uh, like you say off off the show before before we started, but. Now, now the work and fun starts with you and your staff for recruiting, rebuilding for 17, 18. Um, what are you looking for, for to fill a spot for the Falls lineup? And do you travel much at this time of year to uh, to go looking for players? Um, we don't as much as I would like, but I guess with budget restraints and whatnot, that's how it is. Uh, but we do we do travel um, a little bit. Uh, I'll be in Minneapolis in a in a couple of weeks to to watch a camp, and um, from there we'll we'll just kind of map out a plan and and 
again, we we traveled to the States a couple times, and we traveled within Canada, obviously, a few times, too, and, and then, you know, we've built our contacts, and we rely on our contacts as well to, I guess, help us out, and our scouts to help us out, and, um, you know, for the most part, we've we've had success in doing that, and so we'll continue to uh, to get out there as much as we can, and and obviously rely on the the guys who've helped us out in the past. Oh, I know I'm being located in the Sault Ste. Marie, so northern Ontario, but not nearly as far as you. Now, do you do you, and it's not just you because it's, there's five other teams up there also. But do you find it hard to attract players to that area sometimes? Um, it's it's tougher, definitely tougher, um, especially I guess further into southern Ontario. Um, but uh, I guess the, the the players that we have um, attracted up here um, have uh, worked out well for us. Um, you know, some some get up here and it's an eye opener. Uh, there's no mall or. <laughs> anything to go hang out at, but, uh, they adapt nicely and, and, um, obviously understand what it's all about and, and work, work hard to, to help the team. Um, so it's not, it's not like we, I guess, don't try and take the opportunity to attract them here, but usually we, we find more kids from Western Canada that want to um, come this way and and be a part of the program. And the, the last question here, and I know you don't have a crystal ball, and Dryden's been very strong this this season, but and w- do you think English River could be the spoilers going into the, the Bill Salmon uh, Championship and uh, overtake the Islanders or the, the Ice Dogs this year? Um, you never know what can happen. They're... Uh, they're definitely a competitive team, and and they're gonna put it all on the ice. And um, Derek's worked hard to to improve that program, and and you know it's a it's a great opportunity for them and a great feat for that program to have achieved what they have this season. And early on uh, through October, uh, personally, I I thought they were the um, best team in the league, and um, but they they have a tough task, and and Dryden's uh, a team that's built to win. They're in <laughs> having to watch them through the four games in our series. They uh, they're on a mission. They they played some uh, strong hockey. The the best hockey I've seen them play th- through uh, the season, and. They hounded pucks. They put pressure on us. They capitalized on our breakdowns and and took advantage of them. And um, that's what you want at this time of the year. So um, it isn't going to be easy. It's probably going to be a, a war between those teams. They they seem to battle hard against one another. And um, you know, the team that can uh, control their emotions the best is. Is probably going to come out in the end. And, like, and we were talking like, with Derek and, uh, and what he's done. They awarded him with a three-year extension for uh, as a coach. But when you talk about recruiting to Fort Francis with no mall, and for people who aren't from the area, 
trying to recruit kids to Red Lake is probably even more hard or almost impossible compared to for you, right? For sure. He, he, he's, I'm not going to, well, he's maybe up to the walls or up against the walls, so to speak, and and having to try to attract the area of, of Red Lake. But um, he does a great job. He's uh He's very energetic. Um, gets gets out there, and I guess being from out west um, helps him a lot. He he's uh, gets to go back home and and be in the area of a lot of uh, um, camps and whatnot through the through the summer. So um, that definitely benefits him. But he he's done a good job in um, you know finding the players that he wants, and then selling their program, uh, whether it's before the year or through the year. And, and um, they've definitely come a long way from day one. And, and you know, they put themselves in the position to, to obviously win a SIGHL championship. And, um, you know, he, he deserves the the accolades that he's received in uh, his extension and and whatnot, and, um, you know, you never know what can happen now at this time of year. Uh, if uh, everything aligns in, in your way, um, usually good things keep happening. So, um, But that series is going to be good, and and it's definitely not going to be easy to, to knock Dryden off. And, and like I mentioned uh, like before we started is, you not being used to being done at this time of year, and not trying to rub it in or bug you about it, but you're saying you're probably headed to the rink today. Will you be watching uh, that series on, uh, like, say, hockey TV and watching what's happening? Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll keep track of it. Uh, you know, maybe even venture up to uh, a game in Dryden um, once the schedule's set. But, um, yeah, we're kind of in a, <laughs> in a place right now where, a little unfamiliar at this time of the year not to be at the rink right now and, and getting ready to go on the ice but uh, that's hockey and that's that's the way the, the business goes and um, I'll probably head there at some point today to you know do a few things in the office and, and uh, dressing room and then um, I got a, a few returning or a few Returning players to contact that had to leave early um, last week before the meetings happened, and then and then we'll uh, talk to a few recruits today as well. So um, gives us that opportunity, and and you know a few better part of a more than a month to to kind of put things in place and get ready for next year. Well, thank you, Wayne, very much. And uh, like I say, I don't want to say enjoy your spring, but uh, like I say. Uh... Good luck with all the work you have ahead. Thanks, Jerry.